Welcome to the Ben Don't Break podcast. We are powered by the Source Weekly, Ben's locally owned newspaper. This podcast is our eddy in the rushing waters of local journalism. We are glad that you're taking some of your time to listen to us chat with the people who shape our local community. Thank you for listening to the Ben Don't Break podcast. I'm Aaron Schweitzer. Today in the studio, we have Marcy Wayman and Joe Beneven- Benevento. Benevento. Thank you. Uh, Marcy Wayman believes we are all here to love each other into being, and she's pretty sure everyone, whether conscious of it or not, is ready for this to be the new take on the human condition. <laughs> Woohoo! Thank you, Marcy. <laughs> she's worked for the government, nonprofits, the tech industry, and had a brief fling in the ministry, all of which kept her in awe of people's care for the larger world. But it is a, a, as a grief counselor that her heart constantly shines by getting to witness the power of the human spirit. Her awe and delight of others is why she said yes to creating a new community project, which we're talking about today, at the Peterson Rock Garden. When not loving up the community, she is at home with her family, including three teens and Leon, her favorite dog of all time and local rescue from Street Dog Hero. Marcy, thank you. And then Joe Benevento has lived as a downtown restaurant chef, family man, farmer, infrared sauna enthusiast, runner, wordsmith, and occasional beat dropper. For the past five years, he has been the life force behind dropping beats, B-E-E-T-S, providing personal chef, event catering, and holistic nutritionist services while envisioning a future full of fresh veggies and people happy to eat them. He gushes about the Rock Garden Adventure as an opportunity for people to envision their own kind of bright future and then work together to usher into being. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Oh, I love being here. I should say, we on the stands right now, we have our uh, Redmond issue where we drop in on all things north of uh, Bend Central. And so uh, getting to talk about your project is a real treat. So Marcy, maybe, um, so the let's just talk about the roles here because That's you've got- the trickiest part. You yeah. got different, yeah. different aspects yeah. here. Please help us unravel So Marcy, maybe, maybe lay it out for us how- uh, how you got involved with the Rock Garden, and then um, once we do the roles, we'll go back and talk about what it is, because I'm sure there's some people, even though to me it's just such an iconic part of where we live, some people don't know. Yeah. Oh, I can go so many places with this, but uh, my family on both sides, long time Oregonians, and not only did my dad and his family play there when they were kids, and he's 80 now, yeah. but so did I when I was a kid. And then after my late husband passed, we moved home to Oregon, and my kids played there, and we had scavenger hunts and yeah. Easter and all of it. And um, I guess I always just kind of felt that pull of that magic and whimsy and whatever that spirit is. Yeah that moved through Rasmus Peterson. <laughs> right, right. Rock by rock to uh, give rise to really the joy. Again, there's only one plaque on the entire mm-hmm. property and it's enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. Uh-huh. And so that, uh, man, he really got it of how do we create those places of beauty where we can be, they can be reminders for really what life's all about and how relationship is how we come together to create that beauty and uh, see what's possible. So that's kind of, yeah, that's how it began for me. And Joe, what's a nonprofit now? We should say that. Yeah, that that it's moved from um, being that kind of ownership model. And that's Joe, that's kind of where you come in, is it not? Well, well, this is where I come in as far as my role. I've been, I've been around 
with Marcy in the development the planning stages, I guess, before the rock garden came into the picture. We, okay. We dreamed and rhapsodized about this kind of opportunity and um, community building operation that we are throwing ourselves into. And when it came up, she's like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, let's, I, I think we're going to do it. I think and, it's a yes. Right. I think it's a yes. And I said, well, I'm, I'm in. I mean, we've, we've been... We've been going there for so long, talking about it. Um, yeah. Where we live, um, there's a, a sauna, a root cellar sauna that we would meet up in after the kids were in bed. Our sons brought us together. Our sons oh, brought us okay. together, yeah. yeah. They were they were buddies, and we met through them, and, and the rest is, well, let us hear. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, when yeah. this became a thing, it was, there's no question I'm on board. We've dreamed about this for too long. We're talking like we'd meet down there 10, 11 p.m., yeah. Yeah. and for hours, maybe hours. five hours, yeah. Yeah. and we'd emerge from the root cellar that had been turned sauna from just really seeding all this energy and uh, despite all the chaos of the world going, nah, yeah, there can be the challenges of everyday living and being human. Yeah. But this extraordinary experience of getting to be alive, um, this beauty, the, the creative spirit, this love and care, that's inherent to who we are as yeah. people, each of us. Great. doesn't matter. And so throughout those years of dreaming and scheming, um, then it really was. It was It was when this, just a few months prior, we go, okay, okay, universe, really, we get to feel on the daily basis, both as a grief counselor as well as caterer, like we get to be in the mix of people's lives, the joys right. and the sorrows. And, and so to be able to find out like, okay, on this larger community level, here it is. When did you, so when did Peterson Rock Garden itself enter your life? The end of May. So okay. when we put the big call out to the yeah. universe of, I think it's time, bring it on. But it's like a baby suddenly. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, you're pregnant with it. It arrives. And you're yeah. like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, we met maybe five <laughs> years from now. Yeah. So you've you've been kind of thinking and restoring and setting up this thing around Peterson since May? Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. Okay. May is so, when it came yeah, on it, the it, market. Oh, okay. The, the opportunity to put... Um, something tangible and concrete into the vision and and give it the outlet okay to, to be an instrument for what we've been dream dreaming about okay. the way people can come together the way we yeah. can share and build community the idea suddenly had a, a vehicle and we okay. suddenly had an opportunity to do something with it. and so okay. you have this space what are you going to do how are you going to take these ideas and make them real Right. And because it's this inner, this is a multi-generationally loved place. Sure. And to have people show up, again, where it doesn't matter who they are, where they're from, how old they are, what they've experienced in life, uh, all of that sort of falls away. And they just show up in that yeah. that beauty and goodness of who they are. And they don't just shine with us as they're talking with us, but how the visitors connect with one yeah. another. Yeah, sure. It's really this extraordinary portal and again with all the different generations and I mean we've had folks where who are in their 90s and then they've got their kids and their kids have got their kids and then yeah. with the littlest ones and they're all running around Five I've got a little generation. I've got a little postcard uh, oh. hanging in my bathroom of Peterson Rocker and from yeah. the 50s yeah. Yeah. and it's got a little uh, it looks gorgeous you know yeah. and you can wow. it's got all the flowers yes. and in that 50s way that they yeah. only they can make yes. it look and right. I imagine 
I mean, I know this is true because, I mean, as soon as I found out we were going to be doing this podcast with you, immediately you dust off your first Peterson Rock Garden memory. <laughs> yeah, and, yes. you know, and when I when I first moved here 30, around 35 years ago and we went out to Peterson Rock Garden, it was in a state of half, you know, right. like degradating. Right. Like you could right. still see what it, yep. it right. wa- was at one time, right. but there was yes. still enough of it that you were like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yes. This guy must have made what? A thousand trips to Glass Buttes, and you know, like you know, seventeen years of that kind of effort—it's amazing. Yeah, and you could you could see it, but you could also see that you know, hey, I hope somebody comes in here soon and takes it. And you you kind of mentioned uh, prior to the show that it's it's had a a latency period here, and that it it needs some kind of uh, love put into it. And I think that's the community piece oh yeah yeah there was, there was an attempt a few years ago there was a guy named brian who who was part of the project who was who saw that the place needed to be resuscitated yeah. and for a while he put effort into it and i don't know that it got the traction he was hoping for and i think because it was just yeah. the one person that's really yeah. it kind of fell off from there it can't ever be on one person or one family to ever no. look after yeah. this place it really is a community effort mm-hmm. and having lived in Japan and having just returned from there with the family, it was another reminder of all these places that have existed oh. throughout the generations because the generations have cared for them. Right. right. These, well, there's magic there, right? Yeah. I mean, exactly. that's the reason magic that you keep going out. Like you right. step exactly. out there and you can tell there was, um, you know, I, I, I remember when I was first out there, I was, you're looking around and you're in the, pretty much in the middle of nowhere yeah. and this guy was creating a, an an epic piece of art mm-hmm. and and I was like he, why here you know why what what motivated him what drove him mm. are there little things that you've seen or picked up as you've you know started to renovate this thing i mean yeah. what are what are some of those little mm-hmm. little trinkets off, yeah. <laughs> a lot. which which part <laughs> what one thing that stands with me that I think is is kind of the underlying thing is is this connection to the past to uh-huh. everywhere that we've been leading up to now there's a huge disconnect from each other and our our history and I think one of the things that I found as we're digging through and resuscitating and, and restoring all of this is just all these pieces that that reconnect me and all of us to to where we've been, where we've come from, and, uh-huh. and, and the things we've seen, and um, I think that's a huge component that we as a society really need. Yeah, you know, we've kind of strayed from the bigger picture point of view. It's all response. It's all now. It's all this, and and recognizing there's another pace. Yeah, recognizing there's another timeline we can be on that fits our insides a little better than this rush rush all the time there's this natural rhythm just by being there like you said that right. magic you can yeah. be there for a moment and, and really like appreciate the essence of that and well, the you longer can, you're there you can, the more it enhances yeah, you can feel it i mean yeah. when you're there the thing that that very thing kind of strikes me is that this guy spent a lot of time moving rocks you know and and oh, yeah. stacking the rocks in a certain way right. and right. it's you know and you can tell the vision was i'm going to be moving rocks for a really long right. time right. and just methodically going about it and i mean there's a sense of calm that comes from looking at, and then when you right. see like that inverted like thing that or the uh, church and it comes down oh, to that point yeah. and it's yeah. balanced oh, yeah. and, you, and it's just a it's a trippy kind of thing yeah yeah it really does provide by having that anchor throughout uh-huh. time 
it is that thread of continuity yeah. that really does connect us to something beyond the here and now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so even when it's in the more derelict condition, you can feel the spirit that's brought it into being. And I think some of the things that we've learned in the last year about Rasmus is he really was a community-focused man. Mm-hmm. Right. And he loved building relationships. He loved, you know, he built that house that uh, White House finished it in 1927, and they held all kinds of gatherings. Yeah. And uh, every Sunday, in fact, out of those lava uh, plume uh, fireplaces Ovens, that yeah. he <laughs> built, he would every Sunday make coffee and tell people to bring biscuits. Yeah. So oh, it was always wow. this community yeah. gathering place. And I think all those relationships that he created with the Rock Hounds really helped feed that spirit. Right. Where, Because, again, if you're going to really embark on that sort of labor of love it really right. does have to you got to be fueled beyond um, anything that has to do with the the ego mm-hmm. I mean the more things that we've read where he started to connect to the rocks themselves and understanding right. like listen to the rocks mm-hmm. right they, yeah. they have their own stories yeah and um, I always hear that line from people who build walls or work yeah. with yeah. rock that you got to like, yeah. you can't force it. You got to listen to the rock. That's right. what they always, they're well, always saying. Some of the indigenous you know. traditions. Yeah. Right. Um, stones are referred to as the memory keepers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Right. Because that long time. Yeah. That stones represent. And so the more we were out there and increasingly in awe, people would continue and do continue to ask us, so what do you think informed this man? Like, what right. is that right. spirit? Yeah, that's and my question. So we well, just begun yeah, to we, discover that. Yeah, Good we question. have dove into that. We, we've had times where we are looking at all these, trying to figure out, like, the bigger story he's trying to tell with all the monuments yeah. together. It's like right. really trying to get into his mind and what moved him. Right. And just even from the drone footage where you've got the aerial view, where you can tell he's telling a story. There's even a key shape design that's out there on the other side. I'll come back out and you'll, and it's like, okay, what's happening here? And before we get into our take on maybe the story that he was um, inviting us all into, is uh, we've begun to research the history. And he came over with his two brothers, and they first landed on the coast. Uh, and one of them was a logger, and he died in a logging accident. And um, actually, the logging wheel that you see out yeah. on the property mm-hmm. is in honor of his brother. Huh. And he went ahead and married his brother's widow. And they had this really extraordinary love where they built this community. And so, again, understanding. So with that as the background, what else is in the story here? What kind of, who is this man? So the more we researched mm. was that he went to a Danish folk school in Nebraska before even becoming a homesteader. So because the homesteading happened after right. the coastal logging, all of that. So we're like, oh, wait, they started first in Nebraska? And what is a Danish folk school? And how did those come to be? Yeah. And, <laughs> right. This You're is going down some holes we now. Are. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But right. this is fascinating. Right. Our hearts. Well, just... it would have been a Danish folk in what, like 1911, 1910? I mean, no, he came be... over in 1906. Oh, 1906. Yeah. I was going to say it was yeah. right around the turn of the century. Yeah. Okay. And um, and I think these Danish folk schools still exist and they they 
They say that they're for anyone from between the ages of 8 and 80, and you continue to return to them throughout your life. And I guess the major philosopher that informed these schools, and we might be getting some of these details wrong, but this one, uh, this philosopher, I guess is talked about somewhat extensively. And his name is, the last name is Grundtvig. Okay. And he's almost a, a forefather of democracy where he was sort of his own elite, but he really understood that, um, you know, he's Christian. Yeah. And... Uh, He's in Europe, and he's really understanding the different socioeconomic uh, events that are playing out around him. And he understands that, wait a minute, we are each other. Yeah. And, you know, regardless of your take on um, whether there's God or not, there's some sort of energy or spirit that he was trying to speak to. Okay. And that we're all a part of each other. And we need education to allow us throughout the years to be able to come together and form these bonds where we remember through relationship that we are each other. So education was a big part of that. And then as we come together in that larger spirit of life and remembering who we are, Man, you have gone deep We've into gone the deep. Dutch. Oh, yeah. oh no, yeah. we're talking <laughs> this big, four books, oh, yeah. two of which I yeah. actually ordered fingers from Germany. Are three inches apart. To yeah. dive in, right. seriously, to right. dive into the philosophy. And so he's like, yeah, no, but it really starts in education. because." And you feel like this came through to Rasmussen. Yes, oh, yeah. I think yeah. he took Absolutely. this philosophy oh, yeah. off the page yeah. because Grunfig was like, we need these meeting places. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Where yeah. not only through education, but then as we're learning and we're learning about one another. Yeah that that informs democracy, how we come together okay. and create a society Great. and how we take yeah. care of each other. Right. And so I think at those formative years, that was his inspiration of, oh, we need to create yeah. more of these places where we can come together and learn and inform a way of coming together in the society. Well, I think that, I mean, it's interesting you say that because it, it, you are struck when you go out there that it's not, the, the place is not, Definitely, if you come from back east and you've gone to private gardens or oh, yeah. places mm-hmm. where these things have been cultivated, they're more they're more for the individual to live there, yes. you know, yes. for entertaining right. that yeah. kind of people. But you're right. saying that the Peterson Rock Garden was a gathering place yes. for that new right. Redmond, Centaur yes. community right. of, of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, you can feel that because it's it's different. It's a different it's a different feel. Yes. You know. Yeah. Well, he was. I mean, he was a, a pillar of the community. He was a uh, very successful potato farmer for like 30 years <laughs> right, that was depression. that was yeah that's where he, that's where more he, new stuff i'm learning here yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you know he the the property was about 200 acres back in those days right. and and i mean we marvel to this day about how he would be able to level land and we're talking wheelbarrow by wheelbarrow the patience that you have mm-hmm. to have yeah yeah how so, ma- how big is the gardens themselves well, the property that we understand to be the Peterson Rock Garden yeah. is 13 and a half acres, yeah, but okay. just on the monuments, that's a small, that's yeah. three, a, maybe a third yeah. of that. Yeah. Okay, right? but it's acres. Yeah, so yeah. We yeah, got, yeah. yeah, 13 and a half acres yeah. total yeah. Yeah. What wow. is what's left of the okay. larger homestead. And right. the monuments on three of the acres? Yeah. I mean, the p- place that people come out and visit, yeah, 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 so where they walk part. around. Yep. Yeah. yep. That's big. It yeah. is. So I mean, a lot of room you know, for possibility. Right, right. Sure. we are entertaining because we're looking ahead. Like this right. is a there's a whole lot with this property that is calling to to emerge. There's a lot of concern about when 
people were talking with us about, oh, we were worried with the new people taking over that they were going to take it apart, they were going to do all this stuff. Well, we actually want to go in the opposite direction. We want to restore what has been there in all the different aspects. Yeah. Yep. But then we want to move forward and, and, and look at what a community project in real terms now would look like. So you, you've said that you want it to be a community project. What, what does that look like? What does that mean for people? How do they become engaged? You know, how can they help? How can... Well, it's a fine question. Yeah. Uh, well, you can reach out. We are also having a volunteer day on the 21st of this month. Okay. From noon to three. Good noon timing. Three. Noon to three. Yeah. And, you know, it might not end at three. We might yeah, just keep going. I think we're going to have a barbecue afterwards, uh, actually. Uh, Dropping Beats wanna, will be providing yeah. uh, sustenance for, for the people. And it really is a celebration of the one year of stewardship and okay. the nonprofit, as well as just the number of people that showed up in spring yeah. and said, Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite the outpouring mm. right before Memorial Day. To, um, I mean, it was incredible. The number of folks that came out and weeded and helped look after the place and the way they connected with one another, the joy. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty favorite day. Yeah. And so to see all that energy to open on Memorial Day weekend, it was gangbusters. Right, I mean, I think that's just been kind of totally. the constant refrain of, yeah. wow, we get to fall in love with humanity every day. This is amazing. So to be able to have a, now a celebration here at the fall, it yeah. feels like its own harvest of oh, like, yeah. wow, look, yeah. so, look what's possible in yeah. such a so short So people need time. people need to come with their gloves. Come with yeah. their gloves. Yeah. We're going to do a fall cleanup. Yeah. We're going to start um, cleaning up around the diner and actually washing down the diner mm-hmm. inside and out to get wow. that prepped. That diner's going to come back to life in the future that we have dreams. Okay. We yeah. have lots of dreams. Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a homestead, so there was they were doing a lot of farming there. We, which we will return which to. Which we will return to. Yeah. We, we are in, there's a big disconnect with people and food. And this is, you know, my world. And, and I see that in a fundamental way, we don't have that connection that is essential. And so, you know, we see it when people come. There's a lot of kids who are just, just blown away by being this close to animals and, and nature yeah. in such a real domestic kind of sense sure so how do we take that further and you know really reclaim what this place was founded on and so you know farming and a community space is is we're going to put together but i mean just even on the basics uh we've met with a few folks who understand how to restore the gardens the actual monuments but we need more of those folks right who really understand um who are masons yeah we rocks need, and cement you oh, know yeah. we need all the rock <laughs> right, hounders to right. show up we need the lapidary right, specialists because yeah. oh rassy's lapidary shop uh-huh. is so rad it's so yeah. rad <laughs> and and it's ready to be put back like we're looking at it we have all the pieces some of yeah. the original equipment yeah and already started and we want the schools to all yeah. come mm-hmm. back like they used to come through um, if there's a blacksmith shop yeah. that is completely rad, so whoever wow. knows how to come in and help Please. that up and running again. Yeah. Uh, there used to be art markets and flea yeah. markets and Renaissance fairs and all kinds of weddings and we've even. I mean, it's. I remember the lap. <laughs> I remember the lapidary shop. Yeah. I mean, I remember going out. And you could buy yeah. crystals and right. rocks. That's and right. And different that's stuff right. in that yeah. shop. And yes. I don't know when they. Oh, put a. Cl- that's also a call out right now. 
we really want the gift shop part right. of the museum yeah. to right. all have local artists. Yes. Oh. So put McCall out, yeah. please. That's really what we want the focus to be a part Especially of the focus to be if for winter. Peacock feathers or rocks. Oh, we have to talk about the peacocks. Or, you know, any of those kinds of Do you still have the peacocks? We oh, yeah. 50 peacocks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, easily. Because we have peacocks running peacocks around. This summer. <laughs> yeah, and they're doing well. Those mamas are protective. They're yeah. like, what? They're all nonchalant until the, yeah. the peacocks come into the picture. The true owners are the it, peacocks. Yeah. And they can live in captivity yeah. for oh, yeah. 50 years. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. So we got well, it's definitely something that you remember about coming out there because no matter how dilapidated it was, the peacocks exactly. are always elegant. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. They, but 50 is a lot. Yeah. 50 is a lot. <laughs> and we yeah. need help on feeding the <laughs> All the dozen critters. cats. Yeah, that's right. And then the 50 peacocks, right. uh, especially during the winter months. <laughs> right. They're really counting on us. Sure. So we're opening an account where people can just call and add some funds or right. um, donate some food. This is this is the spirit. So when I purchased this, this was, you know, again, I wouldn't have these funds had my late husband not passed. Mm-hmm. So these funds went to this extraordinary vortex <laughs> so that all the people who resonate with all the magic of that place can show up, pour in their love and grow a lot more love yeah, that's through great. all the different ways to connect. Sure. But really, so... This is for the community. And again, ultimately, we'd love to have it be part of a community land trust. Right. The land is unto itself. Is there a point. website or a, a digital resource that people can go yeah. to to reach well, you guys? We, we do have a... Technically. We technically have a website. <laughs> it needs a little... Uh, so it's like page. Yeah, like like a, it's a, a reflection of, of the rock garden. We it's going to need a little love <laughs> and attention. Yeah, yeah, it's it's on its way up with with. Uh, well, where, where can they go? PetersonRockGarden.org. dot org. Peterson Rock Gardens. I oh, think. that's right. It's with an S. Okay. PetersonRockGardens.org. dot org. Yeah. yeah. Right. And. Uh, and on Instagram, on Facebook. Instagram, Facebook, absolutely. But please reach out. I mean, yeah. that is the spirit in which we said yes to this. It's yeah. a not one person. It's all of us. Right. Let's come. Right. Let's come find um, a new way of being in relationship with ourselves and each other so we can begin to build. Right. This is, we hope, really yeah. to be a microcosm yeah. of what's possible for the larger whole. Yeah. Great. Influence others by being an example of what we can do. You know, We have a lot of ideas of what we want this place to become, but it's only when we bring the people together and we all yeah. collectively start making it happen does the real form show itself. Yeah, that's great. And uh, that's, that's what really, we're excited about. It's that spirit of welcome. Yeah. No yeah. matter our differences. Yeah. 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 Well, it's always been a, a welcome,ing place, so it's it a really great is. thing to. It really is. To, to, I'm super excited for yeah. it because it's always been. I mean, I've gone out through the years. I've seen it in all of its stages, yeah. and yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people in the center who are going to feel the same way. It's yep. like yeah. if you've been here a long time. Yep. I mean, I can't say for people who are new because I don't know whether they, you know, head out to Peterson's or right. you know, it's, but but for a time there, it was what you did when you first got yes. here. Oh so yeah, right. recognize and it already. The yeah, people the that ongoing have up. the ongoing yeah. support has been amazing. We haven't yeah. really put the word out too much no. since right. when we opened. It's, and a it's thing, just though. been a steady flow yeah. all summer. And the number of folks who have said, "Yeah, I don't know," we were driving back uh, or driving. We landed at the airport, and someone had told us on our way here, <laughs> you know, to whoever they're going to go visit. Right. Yeah. They Check said we're supposed out. to come right. see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Here we are. Right. Well, we're at the end of our time. Anything you want to say to people before we uh, we break off? We can't wait to to, to meet you, you to welcome <laughs> you, and to create some big, big love. Yeah. Ah. 
Well, Marcy and Joe, thanks for taking the time today. And uh, you've been listening to the Ben Don't Break podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to the Ben Don't Break podcast powered by The Source Weekly. To read, hear, and see more of what we do, go to bensource.com.